So what? We watch anime. So what? We play League. We're just having fun. We don't care who sees. So what? We stay in. It don't bother me. Living young, pale and nerdy. Hello and welcome to the Reaton Entertainment Podcast, episode 340. For what's the date today? March 6th, 2022. God, we're getting old. Uh, joining me this week, we have Andrew Rowe McFain. Help me. I'm nearly 30. I'm I'm 34. Yeah. Yeah. And we're also joined by uh, our baby, Connor the Cyberpunk Monk Besh. I'm going to stay young forever. How, how old are you, Connor? 20. Uh, almost 29 almost okay so you are the baby of the group okay just making sure and uh uh let's uh let's talk about what where we can find you guys that's what we do uh connor where can we find you website, and if you're going that way one of those links i want you to check out is clinton's core classics you can actually check that out anywhere you get fine quality podcasts yeah it's a rise of the rune lords first edition actual play podcast give us five stars if applicable and and if you're on iTunes, you can leave us a review. I think Spotify, you can just leave the stars or 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 let you like it or not. But with iTunes, you can actually leave a comment. And if you uh if you leave a comment, then we'll look at it and we might read it on this podcast or this Clinton's Core podcast. And a uh, bro, where can we find you? Uh, you might also try a website, considering that's my website. It's your you website. Can find me there. I, I am the leech mine. on his website. It's, his, it's true. I'm just using it. Yeah. I am also I mean, the I, leech on that. I put both of you there myself, but you know, yeah, it's like, it's almost like you put yourselves there. Exactly. And of course, I'm Nathan Reed and Spruth. You can find me at Reeton everywhere. I'm also on a row.website, but uh, you can find me on Twitter, twitter.com forward slash Reeton. You can find me on YouTube, which I have been uploading this very podcast to YouTube. So if you want to see it in video form uh we can do that uh however it is just a, a visual a graphic visualizer or audio visualizer uh with a written entertainment logo but hey it's something and then i want to do that with my podcast but i want to do it with like the old winamp visualizers that would be cool um it's surprisingly difficult to find programs that work as an audio visualizer that don't cost a ton of money why do you think i haven't done it yet yeah XM like play. uh i i have one i found one that that works for the, no, the xm play what is that it, that's the media player that i use for like everything uh, okay yes and it, but... and it supports winamp uh okay. audio visual plugins okay that's great but what i mean is like video editing software that has audio visualizers built in no no you want specifically the winamp ones but you get that from x employee right but if you're trying to upload it to youtube just screen record the visualizer window but that would take a long time aroa so what <laughs> uh, it's anyway. worth it you get the cool visuals so, so there are certain audio uh, visualizer programs for like Premiere and mainly mainly After Effects, but yeah, it, for a free version, it's pretty hard to find. I was able to find one, but anyway, 
Uh, my main thing is I stream Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Pacific time to 9 p.m. Pacific time uh, at twitch.tv forward slash Reeton. So go and follow me there. I'm trying to get up to 1,000 followers uh, and 4,000 subscribers. That's my plan. I think, I think that's probably reversed on what it should be, but that's okay. I'm, I'm cool with more subscribers than I am followers. Anyway, uh, let's, let's move on, and we'll ask Oroa what games he played this week. Uh, so, like most people, I played Elden Ring quite a bit. Oh, yeah. Uh, De- Demon Souls, or Dark Souls. Did you, did know, you press the dodge button? I, I do press the dodge button quite a bit. Uh, I also press the jump button quite a bit. Uh, do you, do you press innovative... the block button as the attack is coming, and then you parry the attack, and and then you do a dodge again so you can get behind him, and then do the cool backstabby sneak attacky. I do not parry really because I primarily am a two-handed sword wielder. Uh, I tend to jump backwards, and then sprint, and then do a jumping attack to try to knock the person off balance or I'll just charge at them and do a strong attack as I'm charging and do a spin thing and that will usually knock them back and then I, I can see. run over and beat them up into it um, yeah it's a uh, that's, I, that's I know... the traditional way to fight with a like a bastard sword and a great sword Big exactly arcing swoops yeah and, and like that I I really like Elden Ring quite a bit. I like the Souls games in general. I, but I've rarely had the patience to slog my way through them. Um, Elden Ring does not feel quite the same as the others. It always seems like if you get to a place where you can't proceed, you can just turn around and go somewhere else. And that is that is not the case in any other Souls game I've ever played. You can kind of do that in, in... There's some branching paths in Souls games, yeah, but, but not as much. There's yeah, definitely it, a recommended path. Yeah. Right. Like, and no matter what... Like, like it always feels very railroaded in, in the Souls games that, that I have played, where it seems like, like, yeah, you have choices, but... The developers obviously had a a path in mind, and there's a there's a definitive difficulty curve that you're supposed to be going up. Right. And, oh, I'm sorry. Go on. Well, Elden Ring kind of feels like like the the Breath of the Wild to the Ocarina of Time that is Dark Souls, uh, where like yes, you have well maybe more like Majora's Mask that is Dark Souls because yes, you have like some options. But obviously the developers wanted you to go a particular way and you can't just go and do whatever the hell you want. Uh, Elden Ring very much is built around being an open world game through and through. And even some minor things impress me in like how you can encounter them in a different way than how somebody else playing the game. A really cool example was... uh, if you happen to go this particular route, you can encounter an NPC who gives you a summon, uh, and it would potentially be the first summon that you receive, and you end up meeting her later uh, once you get the ability to go to 
the sort of uh like hub area or home area um i've i've been watching somebody else play the game and they did not even meet that npc until they got the ability to go to that home area and they weren't given the uh the summon until later on because they just didn't talk to the person enough really but it was just cool to me that like even something as minor in that ha- can have a completely different path for two different players. Right. And like, like he spent literally over 20 hours missing this encounter that I ran into within the first hour and a half of my playing the game. It's a really cool encounter. And like, just that you can casually walk by stuff like that. It really gives this, like there, there are secrets like just, over that hill or or behind that row of bushes kind of feeling that this feeling of exploration. And I love that a lot in games. And I feel like it's not captured very successfully very often. Like breath of the wild gave me that feeling and Elden ring really gives me that feeling. And it's cool. Well, that's good. I still will never play it because it's dark souls. I am happy that people are having fun with this game, even though I acknowledge it's not a game made for me. Yeah. Like I don't, (laughs) I don't care that other people like the game, but they get really mad when I say I don't like the game. <laughs> when I say I don't like, like Dark Souls games at all. And I, I can totally understand that because it's a very specific play style mm-hmm. that like, I totally can get not wanting to participate in it because <laughs> it is frustrating. It's, it's frustrating to walk into a wall over and over again. Mm-hmm. Um, I do appreciate a lot of the, the quality of life stuff that they've put in where instead of because like in the other souls games you can go all the way through like this long ass fucking encounter and you you kill like like 20 dudes and you spent like like over half an hour trying to get through all this shit and then you get up to uh some major guy or, or a boss or something and you die and then you go all the way the fuck back and you got to go through all those assholes again to just get one more chance at the boss. And there's a very uh a, a very lenient checkpoint system um that kind of mitigates a lot of that frustration. That's it, good. it it like it's just a very refined experience in every way. And that makes me very happy. It well, I'm really happy it's not just uh it's not just Lord of the Rings taped on top of Dark Souls. Right. Like, it we'll, feels like its own game. We'll talk about it uh, when I talk about the games I played. But I think that if Dark Souls, even if, it, like, I understand if you die in an area and you go back to the, the last bonfire, I get that. But if you're on a boss, I think it would be f- nice if you could either restart that boss fight or start right before the boss. That's what I'm saying. You can. In yeah. Elden okay. Ring. See, that that would yeah. make it probably a lot less frustrating for a lot of people. Yeah, like, um. like they they have this secondary checkpoint system that where you can't like rest and like change up your shit uh at these these checkpoints. They're they're little statues. Uh but you can use them as another starting point so that you don't have to trek through all the bullshit. So basically if you feel like your current build and, and setup or whatever, like it is good enough 
or that you have the equipment you need, then you can keep ramming your face into the wall over and over again. But if you want to give up, you can. You can just, you, you know, you have to go through all that shit again. Yeah. I love but giving up. I've, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I just think it's really great. And um, the the one last thing with Elden Ring is I really, really appreciate, like with most of the Dark Souls games, how different your character can be from somebody else. And like, particularly with how fleshed out sorcery is in Elden Ring, which I like, I don't use sorcery at all, but it's really fucking cool to see somebody else who's built around sorcery being able to do these like crazy ass magic attacks that like my character is literally incapable of doing. And like having that individual player identity being expressed, not just through like what they're wearing or, or their like how the character's designed, but like actual gameplay is really neat. And I feel like doesn't happen as often as it should. Yeah. Um, did you play anything else this week? Uh, the only other thing um, I've been playing uh, Neo, the world ends with you, which uh, came out on the Epic game store. So I didn't pay for it. Oh, um, good. As in I pirated it because fuck you, Epic. Uh, oh, okay. So, I see. so um, yeah, it's, it's a sequel, I believe to, the World Ends With You, which was a game on the DS, uh, which was later re-released on phones and then on the Switch. Uh, and it's an action RPG that takes place entirely within uh, like real, I, it's real world Japan. It might just be in like a, the, what the fuck is the, you know, the district. The district everybody knows about that I can't remember the name of right oh, now. Oh, uh, Shinjuku? No, no, no. Akihabara. Uh, yeah, I think it, I think it all takes care. It takes place there. I'm not totally sure, but either way, um, the combat uh, in the DS one involved controlling two different characters: one on the top screen, one on the bottom screen. And on the top screen, you're like inputting a series of of button presses to like execute these weirdly complex spells and shit and then on the bottom screen you're like dragging the stylus around to like have this dude pick up shit and do attacks i don't know it's fucking weird my brain did uh, not work with the with the ds game I, my brain just i could not switch between the two screens for battle <laughs> like i've never played it i i so this whole fucking time all that i knew in my head was i remember like I remembered that the DS game looked like it was something I wouldn't want to play. And I couldn't remember why. And I just assumed it must have just been a turn-based RPG because I don't like those uh, too much, at least. I've been kind of coming around it, but either way. Uh, then I looked up gameplay of the original and I was like, wait, what? That's what this is? Yeah. That looks cool as hell. Because uh, the soundtrack was recommended to me on Spotify. And so then I got into that. I was like, fuck yeah, this sounds cool as fuck. I got, I got to see what this game is. And I was like, wow, that's cool. And like, did, wasn't there a sequel or something that came out on, on I thought it came out on Switch, but I, I don't think it actually did. But uh, I looked up the, the more recent remake thing and yeah, it's really cool. It's like, uh, it kind of 
plays like a like a like a beat em up sort of thing or, or something. Like it's it is a really weird thing where like each attack is bound to a particular button and like and, and to like an individual character. So like uh if you equip a character with a certain spell, that spell will have a button assignment to it. So you can't like have two different characters with the same button assignment attack. Uh and then like in combat you try to get off a combo with one character which then sets them up, sets the enemy up for an alley-oop with another character and you start mashing on their button or otherwise using their attack and then that will trigger this combo thing that fills up your your super meter and if you do that enough times then you get like this fucking spirit bomb shit like it it looks really fucking weird but like actually playing it it's fun as fuck and uh the music is cheesy as hell and the voice acting ranges between taking itself way too seriously and fully acknowledging that this is a cheesy fucking game that's like for kingdom hearts diehards uh i i think i think it's i think it's great so far good good and, maybe uh, will you try the first game I probably will. Um, I really want to play the DS version. I don't want to play the mobile remake because it, it seems like it kind of squanders everything that the original had going for it. And like from what somebody in a YouTube comment said, uh, the original game did a really... It had an interesting concept of because of like the themes of the game uh the way that the combat works feeds into that theme of the game of like trying to learn to work together with other people uh and i think that's a, that's a really cool idea so i'd like to experience it the way that it was originally meant to be experienced even if Good. that means being really confusing and weird it is really confusing and i i had it on the ds uh because you know of course i i listened to podcasts and stuff back then when it came out and everyone's like, oh, my God, it's an amazing game. And I could not figure out how to go between the two different screens. It is an extremely, like, weeaboo-centric game, I yeah. feel, too. Yeah. Like, like, I think that's that's kind of what's getting me around any, any of the, like... Because it feels like it's written for somebody who's, like, 14. But I, <laughs> I'm, I, I'm, like, getting through it very very easily because i'm like a fucking 16 year old weeb inside of a 30 year old man's body yeah we're gonna move on we're gonna talk to connor about the games that he's played this week and see if he has a warhammer minute hey that's me i played a decent amount of space station 13 this week and i'll tell you what happens sometimes with games like mafia or whatever where uh, you know, sometimes you feel like being the bad guy. Sometimes you feel like being the one who gets into a little bit of trouble or makes things interesting. But I keep on getting, like, just boring civilian jobs. <laughs> but I also keep on finding ways to get interesting things to happen. For example, I was playing a game today that I want to talk about really quickly, wherein I was the janitor. And a uh, good thing about the janitor is their cleaning gloves allow you to do things like touch wires that are hot and not get shocked to death. So when the station AI goes haywire and starts turning off the oxygen and leaking plasma into the hallways, causing them to catch fire, you want somebody who could 
A knows what they're doing and B take a hit to go in there to fix everything. Engineering tried and failed. Security tried and failed. And I was like, well, looks like it's my turn. Uh, and for being able to go in and kill switch the AI, they promoted me to captain. And sometimes you start your day as a janitor and end it as the captain. Good job. Proud, proud of you on that one. And that was fun. And it's um, it's a game where silly nonsense like that can always happen, and I I can't recommend it enough. Good. Did you play anything else? Yeah, I played Triangle Strategy because that came out on the Nintendo Switch. My save file has three and a half hours on it. I've done two battles. Okay, good. There good. is a lot of conversing in this game. Yeah. There's a, a decent amount of political intrigue. I have a feeling these kingdoms are about to go to war. Uh, something about salt's really important. Oh, no, it's spice. You gotta get the no, spice. No, it's salt. Oh, it's, it's salt. salt. Oh, okay. There's one kingdom has salt, one kingdom has iron, and then the kingdom you're from you're from has trade, basically. And I I was actually kind of a little underwhelmed by how it's been developed. I'm I'm hoping that they'll get into it more a little later on. But everything's like, we are the salt kingdom. We have salt. That's us. That's what we do. <laughs> that's interesting. Well, not really. Like every time you okay. talk of somebody there, that's there's two things they mention. Our kingdom is the holy kingdom. We have salt. And the other ones are, we're from where it's cold. We have iron. Do, do you get it? These are our resources, and these are what we stand for. We don't want to overcomplicate it. Let's talk about it for four hours, though. Yeah, and then we'll do some battles, maybe. I wish there were some battles. <laughs> I hear good things. A lot of people are really excited for it, so hopefully it does get better. But sometimes... It feels like Final Fantasy Tactics. So yeah. far, I can't, like change any classes you're sort of stuck with what you have and that's not what that, not, not really what i was signing up for but i'm hoping by the looks of it we'll be able to expand on that later on you know maybe six hours or ten hours into the game when it yeah. opens up not 35 hours into the game i i god i hope not i hope yeah. not um did you play anything else no i was supposed to play warhammer but they had to back out last minute that's your Warhammer minute. <laughs> that's my Warhammer second. Yeah. Ah, uh, we were gonna do it, but then we didn't. That that's the end. Yeah, that's um, life. Did you, and, and for me, we're gonna move on to me. the The game that I played, I only played God of War. Um, I'm trying to. I want to try to beat it before uh, Tuesday, when when. WWE 2K22 comes out because I'm definitely gonna. Oh shit! Definitely gonna play that. What? Oh shit! I, I didn't know it came out Tuesday. Yeah. Well. Okay. So it's dumb. The official release date is Friday, but if you pre-order the game, you get it three days early, so it comes out on Tuesday. Oh, that's fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah. So of course I pre-ordered it because I was gonna get it anyway on Friday, so might as well just fucking. Be stupid and pre-order. I did not. I got the $60 version. There's a $120 version that comes with like three extra characters. And I was like, nah, I'm good. And it doesn't come with the game. Uh, no, it does come with the game. Thankfully, it does <laughs> come with the game. Uh, but the first off, uh, Connor, we said, mentioned last week he wanted it to be uh, Worf and Alexander from Star Trek The Next Generation. <laughs> 
Uh, and then he mentioned this week during the stream that he's like, wait, how about we mod it so it's uh, Bobby Hill or Hank Hill and Hank Bobby. Hill and Bobby. <laughs> so, like, he'd just be, like, going along and be like, damn it, Bobby. I think it'd be great. Um, but that, I'm going to give some spoilers in the game um, on this podcast. It, it's a few years old now. I don't really care. I know not everyone has played it, but whatever. Um, it's not a big spoiler, but did you know that Kratos is a god? Or at least a demigod. demigod. I knew um, he was at least half. Yeah, yeah, I think he's a demigod. Uh, I haven't really played the original ones, but I'm pretty sure he's a demigod. No, and he, so, he's a god. Oh, he is a god. Okay, so he is yeah. a god. And then his son is a demigod. Right. But in the in the game... Like he doesn't tell his kid that he's a demigod, yep. which so like they're going through it. And at the beginning of the game for the first, you know, long part of the game, you know, you'll meet people and your son's like, oh, we need to help him. Like, you know, there are people they need help and you just keep going through the game. And then eventually you're like, all right, uh, you're a god. I'm a god. You're a god. We're gods. And like after that, your son becomes an absolute douchebag. Yeah, that's <laughs> why Kratos didn't want to tell him. Yeah. He didn't want his son to become a piece of shit like every other god he's ever met. And he does, like, immediate. it's not like, oh, okay, I gotta, like, figure out what's going on and then slow, no, it's just like, you run into your friend who's been helping you make your armor and shit, and he's like whining about something and he's like and the kid is just like we don't give a shit <laughs> so i'm like what the fuck man <laughs> like kratos even kratos is like dude calm down don't like, embarrass us in front of the dwarves <laughs> <laughs> exactly and so he just becomes like a to i i assume there's like some arc where he gets redeemed or something and like isn't a douchebag but like there for probably a couple of hours he's just gonna be an asshole which is annoying and he's just like, so now that we're not, now that I know my God, we can do whatever the fuck we want, right? <laughs> yeah, sure. Oh, whatever. Boy. You, you see how I'm not teleporting to the next location and I'm rowing this fucking boat? Apparently, we can't do whatever we want. <laughs> not how it works, you little asshole. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but to be fair, I have to say, best God of War game ever made. Um, I'd agree with that. I, I don't care for him in the same way I wouldn't care for the world ends with you, but it is a it, it is a good game also yeah. for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, you can tell they took inspiration from Dark Souls, um, but they also uh, like if you die in a boss fight, you respawn be right before the boss fight. Well, and you also presumably don't lose all your experience points. Yeah, that's helpful as well. Yeah, that's that's pretty <laughs> great. I'm very happy with that part of it. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a good game, and I would highly recommend it, especially if, if you get a PS5 and you buy and you have um, PlayStation Plus, you get like those 30 games included. So you can just uh, you can play that. I think God of War is one, Days Gone is one. Um, I can't remember like any of the other ones, but those are the two that you should play. Definitely days That way, gone. after you spend $800 on your scalped PS5, you still have some games to play. 
I think I, I paid $600, but it was from Newegg. And it was on the Newegg shuffle, so it wasn't scalped. Did they, uh, did they include an exploding power supply with it? No, unfortunately not. They included, like, uh, they included the camera, which I'm never going to use. They included uh, an extra... There's, contr- there's, there's a, a camera? Yep, there's a camera and a remote uh, that I got. Because I had to buy the bundle. So they included the camera, the remote, and a charging station for the controllers and an extra controller. So it wasn't, you know, it, but I also got the discless version. But that's the only game I played this week was, uh, was God of War. And it's good. Why and does I this haven't. Camera exist. I, I don't know. Skype? Discord? I, I don't know. No other camera. I don't know. I have. I was thinking about plugging it into my computer and seeing if it worked as a camera, like a. Actual... Oh, you can. You can use it as a face cam while you're streaming. I didn't think about that. Yeah, that makes sense. That that makes a lot of sense. Anyway, um, but next week it's definitely going to be God of War, and then WWE 2K22 is my plan. That's my plans. Uh, we're going to move on. We're going to talk about some news stories. Uh, first one is, is all about us wanting $300,000. Uh, it's a, this is from Engadget. I saw this today and it said YouTube reportedly offers podcasters up to $300,000 to create videos. Um, and it says here in the article, YouTube might be eager to compete against giant podcast hosts like Amazon, Apple, and Spotify. Bloomberg sources say YouTube is offering podcasters grants to produce videos, including filmed versions of their shows. Individual show creators would receive $50,000, while podcast networks, which is us, we're a podcast network, uh, would receive $200,000 or $300,000. Oh, yeah, I guess, I guess technically you do have more than one podcast. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> the, we we have not been contacted by YouTube uh, quite yet, but um, if they did, uh, we'd be making videos. <laughs> if they were I like, I have yeah. a pretty good idea, and I, I I'm gonna just send you guys an email real quick. There you go. You both have it in your inbox. That's an NDA. Um, <laughs> but I have a great idea about this. What I, if? So, so you know, uh, like Critical Role, they've they've already gotten pretty successful. I'm sure that's a big influence on this. What if you do that with like the tools that the streamers use, where it replaces themselves with anime bullshit, and you do that to be your character? Well, yeah. One of the things oh. I I would <laughs> I I would like is um, not necessarily posting the Clinton's Core podcast, um, but take snippets of like the best like a like a three minute section mm-hmm. and then uh, have it was somebody actually recommended to me that i make a trailer like that yeah and then have somebody uh, animate teaser. it yeah that would be i think that would be really cool but uh none of my friends are good at that <laughs> nope animating no. is a really big time investment yeah um even if it's just like 2d stuff it would take a lot of time and probably a lot of effort for somebody to do that so uh, I'd do it, but I'm bad at it. I'm Let's terrible. Halo Machinima, you guys. You're like, <laughs> no, I think that uh, Aro would, would do it in paint, <laughs> which would be nice. 
But yeah, I, um, I used to if, make Flash cartoons. If um, somebody made a Sweet awful. Bro and Hella Jeff level quality cartoon of Clinton's Core Classic, I would be so honored. Yeah, uh, that would be nice. It would be it would be cool, especially if we got like fan art that I know somebody who does comic like he reviews comic books and stuff. People send in him him in fan art, um, and he shows it off on his his YouTube. But it says here, um, Google uh, Google has declined to comment on it. YouTube is already home for some podcasts, but it hasn't uh, pursued that episode episodic content as aggressively as Spotify and others typically audio-focused services. There have been hints of changes, though, such as appointing executive Kai Chuck to lead the podcasting strategy. In Canada, YouTube has stopped acquiring or I'm sorry, requiring paid premium accounts to play audio in the background. Only in Canada, oh, wow. though. If they did that in the United States, I'd cancel my YouTube premium subscription immediately. Yeah. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, that's cool. If, you know, if some podcasters are able to receive that, honestly, like I know we're, we're small and this is never going to happen, but if, if they even offered us $50,000, I'd I'd be like, hey guys, I'd, we're just I'd gonna start doing face cam. Yeah, I was like, we're just do face cam and then yeah, like, I'd, record I'd it. Turn yeah. into a, I I would absolutely be down for turning it into a video podcast for for fucking five thousand dollars. Like, <laughs> I don't even give a shit. Well, I would do yeah. it for less than there was zero anywhere off of that, and I'd still do it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like you're gonna give me fifty bucks, I'll do an episode. Yeah, sure, whatever. Like. <laughs> whatever i might even put a shirt on i don't know <laughs> um but yeah so that that's neat hopefully uh hopefully some good podcast will go to youtube because of this but we will move on well and... wait i just want to i just want to ask and i think i've asked this before whenever we've talked about like how podcasts are like really blowing up right now but like isn't it weird that we're living in like I don't know, like like 2004 again, and yeah. like everyone's doing a podcast now. Everyone's yeah. always been I, doing podcasts. I, as, as far as like they've been around. Yeah, it, I it's just don't... weird that like everyone it's blowing up as if it's a new medium. Yeah, I think it's because maybe because pe so many people are just working from home. Ding ding. Yeah, and we just have so many people who are just like. I need, like, I can watch YouTube or listen to podcasts while working and not have to be worried about other people. Spend yeah. the last two and a half years listening to people talk all day while you work. You go, I could do that. Yeah. But what <laughs> I don't like, what I don't like about it is we've been going on for like six years now, guys. Like, yep. we, we've been doing it for a long time. Yep. Uh, and with 0.01% uh, growth. Yeah, yep. exactly. Yeah, terrible growth. I, I suck I've been at marketing. doing this with you since before the Read and Entertainment podcast. That was that Our was a failure. Have already sank before. That, that was that was not my my fault, okay? That was that actually had that was less to do with my fault because uh we had there be geeks and uh Jake, the the guy who was paying for it, theoretically uh like Probably. i i noticed that the site went down and i was like hey man 
what will it cost to bring the site back? Like, because we've been working on it. Because, like, Connor, or I was posting stuff, and Connor was doing, I think, some stuff on it. I was writing um, reviews of comic books. Yeah. And so he's like, oh, it's $15 a month. I just didn't have the money. And I was like, here's $45. Bring it back up. Just put it, put $45 on it, pay for it for three months. And then, like, two months later, it went down again, and I couldn't contact Jake, and so it just died just because he would not pay the $15 a month bill. And he could have just messaged me and been like, hey, do you want to pay for this? And I would have spotted him the money. Didn't, did not care. So that's why I created this this whole site. But anyway, uh, we've been doing this for a long time. Uh, we're going to continue doing it because we're, we're, we're silly. And eventually, uh, one day in the far off future, we'll get a new theme song and get rid of Jake... <laughs> being the the voice of the podcast i guess but um did you know oh uh, we play elden ring (laughs) uh did you know i help myself eat shit greg abbott um apparently i don't know the whole controversy i think that there's something going on tech in texas right now with people they're like trying to ban kids from being trans they made up the service where they're like hey call the police on your neighbors report this get those kids deported De- deported i don't know if it's or deported but re- deported I mean, from their parents or I, was, okay. I don't know if i don't know if texas has that arizona definitely has that but i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure Texas because it's saying i've seen it on twitter um but it says get uh for itchio no i meant the deportation Oh, okay, I got you. I got you. It says get nearly 500 games for $5 with its itch.io or itch.io bundle to help the Texas trans community. Uh, so you can get 500 games for $5 from itch.io. And most of them are probably going to be crap. Let's be oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They do always have some outliers that are good. Um, but that's. That's okay. It says here um, how you can help. So if I, uh, well, let's, let's read the first part. This is from Destructoid. Um, in Florida, we have the Don't Say Gay Bill, which would create a legal minefield for teachers if discussions of LGBTQ topics come up in class. Uh, big prop to Disney for continuing to support the legislators behind it. Uh, Arkansas has signed legislation, I think that, mu- that must have been, uh, support legislators behind it. Um, okay. Reedan, I just want to mention that I really like the way that you say LGBTQ like you're a goddamn speaking spell. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I just, I want to get it correct. Um, Arkansas has signed legislation banning trans girls from participating in school sports. Arkansas is also the unhealthiest states in the U.S., so I don't really think they should be discouraging anyone for, from participating in physical activities. Um, and then we have the Texas Governor Greg Abbott. In a truly sick and twisted uh, directive, Abbott has called on members of the public to report parents who are allowing their kids to receive gender-affirming medical care to authorities. Uh, this is in accordance with an uh, opinion released by Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton who claimed such medical treatment amounted to child abuse in the state. Investigations are already underway on parents 
though some district attorneys in Texas are refusing to comply, and the ACLU and Lambda Legal are currently fighting the directive. Um, so basically, they're assholes. Uh, and remember, this is the same state, I believe, one of the states that has made it so that uh, if you have an abortion after six weeks, you could get a $10,000 fine. So, uh, and they circumvented it because now your neighbors have to report it. So, like, if Aroa got pregnant and got an abortion after six weeks, I could call— As he's known to do. Yeah, as he, I could call and sue him for $10,000. Let me tell you something. I had an abortion yesterday, if you know what I mean. Was that— Was that? I unfortunately do, I think. I think I know <laughs> what you mean, and I don't want to know what you mean, so I'm going to move on. <laughs> I've actually met Aroa in real life. I know what he looks like. Um, <laughs> Them's fighting words, sir. So, you know, you know what's kind of cool though about that is that I was uh, I was thirty five pounds fatter whenever you met me. Oh, good. I'm happy you lost yeah. some weight. It's good. I was I was about uh, twenty five pounds heavier when you met me. And you didn't even look that bad. No, no, I just, I, I do look a lot thinner now. I look like a crackhead. Uh, it's true. <laughs> not, I'm not going to go there. <laughs> it's all that crack he smokes. Yeah, it's all that, it's all that, all that crack helped out a lot. Runs um, in the family. <laughs> yes. Nothing well, no, she did math. She didn't do crack. Okay? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, that was so, sensitive to me. That, yeah. Um, so how can you help with the Texas stuff? Um, it's, Give money to Itch. Yeah. Right now, uh, at itch.io, you can get the TTRG, TGRPGs for oh trans tabletop role-playing games for trans rights in Texas bundle. Uh, blah, blah, blah. It's five letters. For just $5, you'll get access to 493 items or games. Which, uh, with proceeds going to support the Transgender Education Network of Texas and Organa, Organization Latina de Trans in Texas. Nailed it. <laughs> Nailed it. Perfect. Uh, really both... I've, I've been kind of scrolling through this catalog this whole time. There's like tabletop stuff. There's Pathfinder. It's third edition content, but like fifth edition supported stuff. There's a lot in this yeah. bundle for $5. Uh, and it, uh, it provides organ uh, assistance to trans individuals in needs. And if Greg Abbott's, Greg Abbott's directive is allowed to continue, there are going to be a lot of trans kids needing help soon. Uh, so let's take a look. Um, this party sucks. That's Why don't we all take a third and we'll list all 497 notes? <laughs> yeah. Please no. don't even start. This is a bad idea, Nathan. While you were scrolling through, did you see anyone's in any ones in particular that looked good? I uh, did not, and that's why I know we should pull the ripcord on this one right now. Okay. Uh, was, uh, Nibiru sounds kind of cool. It's some uh, kind of five second rule looked okay. Um, there's a lot of like heist stuff on here. There's one that's just you space heist a, tr a space train. That's what the description is. No, so no, okay. Train. I found the diamond in the rough right here. What's that? It's called Jonathan Frakes wants your attention and you must not give it to him. Uh, yep, I missed that one. <laughs> I I like it. It's, I did That's the one right it. in the middle of the photo too. How did I miss that? 
<laughs> I I did notice some of the like it has some Pathfinder 2E stuff on it. Um and it ha- it does have a couple core rule books for games that are probably let's face it not necessarily the mainstream Pathfinder or or Dungeons and Dragons stuff. So like I see a core rule book for Blackwater, don't know what that is. Um but it's $5 for all of these and I'm sure there are some in here that you could have fun with. And yeah, there's a there, there's always like some cool stuff and it, as is like the the status quo for itch like there's going to be at least a handful of things in here that are unlike anything else you've ever experienced because they're made by some fucking wacko with way too much time on his hands yeah and from the destructoid article it says um some people have pointed out thirsty sword lesbians and Princess with a cursed sword are both being sold uh, in this bundle. Uh, normally, thirsty sword lesbians is fifteen dollars, but again, you can get all of them for five dollars. So it's uh, slightly better. I also and... hate the art style for thirsty sword lesbians. So that looks—I uh, I hate that art style right there. Yeah, but hey, yeah, whatever. But uh, we're gonna move on. Uh, it, you know, if before we move on. Can one of you guys buy Jonathan Franks wants your attention and you must I bought the him. I bought the bundle. Can we play that sometime? Pretty please. <laughs> I, I I must check this out. I do want to know what I don't even know what it is. I just want It says it's yeah, a physical wanna... game, so I don't know how that's going to work out. Maybe we could tabletop simulate it or something. <laughs> that's that's interesting. So, uh click on the link below. The Itch.io bundle, the link to Destructoid is there. You can also get to the uh, Itch.io bundle from there and uh, pay $5 and you'll get a bunch of tabletop stuff. And we're going to move on and we're going to talk about cars, our favorite things. We all love them. Um, Weird, Sony (laughs) is partnering with Honda to make a car or cars. Um, and of course, uh, they're going to be electric vehicles. Uh, do you guys have any any notes on that before we start? Uh, that's pretty cool. Uh, so, um, <laughs> cool. It says the move. They, costs they sure a lot do of... make electronics. They do. Yeah. It says this move caused a lot of speculation. This is from Ars Technica. And this January, Sony returned to CES with two new electric vehicles. Uh, the sedan was called the Vision S01 and was joined by an SUV called the Vision S02. They're fucking good at naming things, apparently. Um, I'm sorry, what was that? It's kind of a weird name. Yeah, I, I don't think any car has a good name. They're always like Mountain Range. Yeah. Chorus. Bullshit like that. It's the car. Yeah. Sony was a bit more explicit, saying that it was planning to create a company called Sony Mobility in 2022. Uh, and it ex- would explore entry into the EV market. Uh, now those plans are much clearer and don't appear to involve uh, contract manufacturing in Austria, at least initially. Sony and Honda have signed a memorandum of understanding to create this joint venture later this year. Honda is bringing the skills of a car company to the table. Vehicle, uh, yeah, vehicle body engineering and after-sales support. 
Sony's contributions will be the tech showcased in the Vision S concepts, electronic sensors, networking, and telecommunications. And the new company won't just make electric vehicles. It'll also realize a new generation of mobility and services that are closely aligned with users and the environment. So they'll make scooters. Uh, yeah, they're going to make hoverboats and those those hoverboards that came out. Uh, but yeah, but you'll be able they to fire all the time. Yeah, I want. I I really look forward to uh, all those unsold Vitas being put into these cars. That'll be nice. Just uh, have that. Have the Vita as your dashboard. It's got a really nice OLED screen, right? You know, in all seriousness. Uh, so having having used uh, a, a Honda uh, that's a little bit older. Um, I love the UI because it is the like classic early 2000s, late 90s Japanese UI that is this bizarre combination of both being very sterile, but also like just it looks like it belongs in an anime. Like, yeah. And, and taking the fact that they're they're into that and then that Sony will presumably be doing a lot of the the ui development there and i have traditionally loved almost every ui that i've ever seen from sony i'm very interested to see how this works out because my favorite vehicle that i have seen on the market in the last few years uh was a mazda um and it's because they put so much thought and effort into how you actually use the vehicle and i can see that being a big focus of Sony and Honda combined together. I really am curious to see how this, how this works out. Yeah. I'm my I'm only curious. comment. Oh. oh, I'm sorry. Go on. Go on. No, you You're go really on. Curious. You do it. Okay. My, my only comment being that uh, I'm not a car person and this is a video game podcast is I'm very excited for the inevitable patch that allows you to use, uh, I don't know, the lady from horizon zero dawn. As your car's UI voice. That would be nice. I'm looking forward to driving the vehicle using a PlayStation 6 controller. There you go. The 6-axis? Oh, God. allows you to feel it when you're in a crash. (laughs) Can you imagine the, like, gyro controls with it? Every time you hit a pothole, you vibrate. You like just <laughs> you hit a bump and accidentally you drop the controller. And <laughs> the car goes just starts spinning wildly out of control. Oh my uh... god! No, that would be a bad idea. Um, no, I was I was curious about the price of how. Oh, much it's going to be were... unbelievable! It's oh. going to be so far out of out of our reach that it's uh, it'll be disgusting. We need that YouTube money. <laughs> so we can buy and review this vehicle in just one uh you know i was thinking podcast. 2025 was a long way away that's only like three years yeah yeah it's it is it is not that far away um we'll be here soon Let, let's it's... start a new video podcast we'll call it um podcasters in priuses getting pierogies yeah no one's done that right it'll be perfect we'll we'll tour different electric cars We'll get three hundred thousand dollars from YouTube. Where do you nice. get pierogies? Uh, you can get them in Chicago. Oh, I my, we we get we get them like frozen, 
here. Or panini. I don't know what. There's a lot of food that starts with P. You think I live in, live in fucking little Italy? I think you, I think pizzas you, would probably be the pizzas would be the easiest to get. Yeah, yeah. Going to go to a little three syllables, though. It's not it's not as good. I know. Uh, give fucking pastrami. Yeah. I like pastrami. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, go yeah. to a Fazoli's drive-thru and get a pastrami. I don't, I don't know what that is. I don't think they have. You know what Fazoli's here. is? No, you know Fazoli's. Nope. It's uh it's like the McDonald's of Italian food. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Sounds it's delicious. Not very good. <laughs> not very good no, at all. no, it's not. <laughs> so uh, let's let's move on from electric vehicles to a topic that we need to be pretty sensitive about in the way that we discuss it. Um, Jerking off. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it is. So, uh, is this real? Is this a real story? And I, it's not like a a hard times article. I mean, the, the Lad Bible is a real website that's like barely above the the level of like now this. So it's it's not a satire site. It it is not a satire site. Uh, although. Maybe it was a satirical thing that somebody at the Lad Bible thought was serious. That's that's what I'm wondering. So we're gonna put a little asterisk on this. We don't know Might if it's be true. Bullshit. Might be bullshit. Exactly. Um, Actually, this is not the first time something like this has come up, uh, according to this article. Okay. Um, they they posted they posted last year about a boss of some kind of adult entertainment company that uh, lets their employees uh, jerk off at work. Yeah. Yeah. And um, there is a, there is a website. Uh, I believe it's a cam site called strip chat. Yep. Um, and, Never heard of that one. And apparently uh, I'm trying to, to word this. They're creating pods that you can go into and relax as it were. Um, which I I I don't know. I'd rather just work from home. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, here's here's my thing on it. You know, uh, they're VR pods supposedly. Oh, okay. So, so like, I don't want to share the VR headset with somebody who jerked off in it. I mean, you know, I well, there's that, and I also just don't want to go into a pod. That somebody just jerked off in. Yeah, exactly. Or, yeah, ever. And also, like, it, it, maybe this is just me. I don't think so. But I wouldn't want to be seen getting in the jerk off pod. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know? Like, it's, it's like kind of on the same level of somebody seeing you go into the stall at the office, you know? Like it's yeah. one thing to go into the bathroom because it's like ah everybody's got to piss, but it's like if if somebody sees you going into the stall, presumably you're about to unload on that toilet, and yeah. like no one wants anybody to know they're taking a shit, right? And I right, would yeah. not want anybody to know. I, man, I just I, it won't go down. It won't stop. I can't concentrate, man. I gotta do this. I don't want anybody to know that. I know yeah. this makes me a really shitty person. That's why I exclusively use the executive bathrooms at work. Um, so, so when I was at Sony, um, 
with the implication <laughs> yeah. after what I said, <laughs> you're saying you jerk off work. <laughs> no, no. So when I was at Sony, um, our first building, He's silent. Our Why first is he building. Silent? I don't know. Our our first building had a. No, that's what he was saying, isn't it? I Bad. it might be, yeah. So yeah. we had um, <laughs> two bathrooms, I think, and at like two to three, the guys' bathrooms were just full because we had like two hundred people there, and there were like six stalls, and so it was just always full at around two to three p.m. <laughs> Um, and the women's bathroom, because we only had like five women that were working there, you know, they were completely empty. I never went in there, but when we moved, uh, to our new building, we had quite a few bathrooms, but also at the entrance, there were bathrooms where you had, you, you had to know the code to get into them, but you could get into the bathroom and they were individual bathrooms with like a shower and everything too, if you wanted to take a shower. Uh, so I would always use those bathrooms whenever I needed to go. But now, because I work, uh, I work from home. I don't have to worry about that. And when I do go yeah, on site, jerk off on the couch. Yeah, exactly. And when there are, uh, when I do go on site, there's only like four other people that are there with me, and so I could always. Th there's always a bathroom that's empty that I can use. You don't so always don't jerk really off in the bathroom. It. I do not do that at work. Um, so I I am looking at these tubes, and they're just like circular pods that you get into, and there's a a TV and a VR headset, and you do your business, and I I think that's just weird. I, and I like, wouldn't like, that, it, it, like that. it can't be sanitary. It cannot be sanitary because it's like it has they, they'll have lotion, lube, and tissues. And it's like, no. Yeah. You no. know, somebody sat on that same chair with their sweaty bare ass. Yeah. Well, and <laughs> well, and, and like they're got they're they got dick goo all over their hand, like not cum, the medical but, you term know, for it, goo. <laughs> but like, you know at what point does it become a cheese? Yeah, like, it, like you get the on on your hand, and you're touching the fucking pump, and like who knows where else your hand's going whoa, while whoa, you're whoa, trying whoa, to wait. get your rocks off. Wait, wait, wait. Um, what if they're like those auto dispensing things? You just put your <sighs> hand under it. No, okay. you want to put your hand under it. <laughs> <laughs> but and, and like hand, I said okay. hand. Okay. And like, is there is there also like a towel and some hand sanitizer in there? It does like, say that as well as being equipped with an Oculus Quest, a 4K LED screen, it also comes with lotion, lube, and tissues. But like, you can't dry off your hand that's absolutely saturated in oil, lotion shit. Like They're going to do what just... they do at, like, airports, where it's just the one roll that goes through the machine over and over. <laughs> the worst kind. Yeah. But, uh, like, yeah, this is definitely... I gotta use, like, a full paper towel when I do it. I don't know if they've thought this through enough, but, I mean, I, I, again, this might be satire. It might be, 
you know, something that not a lot of people, uh, you know, are going to believe. But we'll, we'll see it. Apparently, it could be a thing. So what I need you guys to do is try to work at the strip chat offices and see if this becomes an actual thing. Be a journalistic mole. Yeah. The integrity of the site. Also going to point out uh, this this uh, previous boss that I mentioned who allowed their employees to jerk off every day. Uh-huh. Uh, only allowed for a half hour break. That was, uh, I mean, half an hour break. Not, it's not long enough, in my opinion. No. Like, I, ha- I no. used to have, at, when I was at uh, Consumer Cellular, I worked the 10-hour shift, and the 10-hour shift, you got three 10-minute breaks and I believe a 45-minute lunch break. Um, but the 10-minute breaks I'm just saying I can't finish useless. in 30 minutes. Well, no, but like even just going to the bathroom in 10 minutes. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, if you can't go to the bathroom in ten minutes, you might have an get the fuck off your phone. Is all I have to say. Well, no, I mean, like, you have to walk across. Like, it's not just ten minutes that you have to go to the bathroom. You have, uh, you have to like log out of your computer, stand up, walk to the other side because there's only one set of bathrooms that where I used to work, and so if you're on the opposite side of the call center, you have to walk all the way there, which can take a couple minutes, and then walk all the way back. Which can take a couple of minutes, and then if anybody Can't else I be is there, both on the team of uh, thirty minutes is not enough for lunch, and also ten minutes is too long to do your business in the bathroom. I'm yeah, no, you can't. I'm just saying, ten minutes is not long enough. I'm just that's, saying that's how you get hemorrhoids, man. Trust give me, me I a know. poop bucket. <laughs> oh yeah, at, at my desk, and then everything's fine. Exactly. Just just have all the seats be toilets. Yeah. Exactly. Anyway, we're going to move on to our last story. And this is kind of indicative of what's happening. This is not the only company that's doing this. Uh, there are a ton of other con- uh, companies that are, are, are doing the same thing. And countries. Yeah, companies and countries. Um, this one is... CD Project Red. Well, yes, but I'm, I'm, I'm trying to preface it just to give a little bit more information. Everybody knows what's happening in in Ukraine. Uh, Russia is yeah, Russia's invading Ukraine unjustly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no one's totally sure why. Uh, oh, I know why. I know exactly why. Putin's dick don't work no more. Yeah, <laughs> Putin has I mean, a tiny penis. I I still still don't entirely know what the fuck that dude's endgame is. I yeah, I have no idea. Like this was just a bad move. His country is fucked, right? Like yeah. Visa and Mastercard aren't or aren't servicing Russia now. Well, yeah, there's so the, many things. So Google's see, already already worth less than a penny, and now you can't even do credit card transactions. What the fuck are you gonna do, bro? Yeah. So uh, right now, CD Projekt Red has also said that they're not going to be selling anything uh, in Russia at the moment. Uh, it says we are, while we're not a political entity capable of directly influencing state matters. Uh, and we don't aspire to be one, we do believe that commercial entities, when united, have the power to inspire global change in the hearts and minds of ordinary people. We know that the players in Russia and Belarus, individuals who have nothing to do with the invasion of Ukraine, will be impacted by this decision, but with this action, we we wish to further galvanize the global community to speak out uh, about what is going on 
in the heart of Europe. Uh, to our brothers and sisters fighting for their home country, stay strong. Um, this the is last part. While while I support that part, I'm not the, saying and, the last really part. Say it. <laughs> I I don't know how to say that. It's Slava Ukraini. I would not have guessed that. Oh yeah, uh, but also like like while I support this and I, I support the apparent sentiment behind it. Is there a cynical side to you guys that yes. makes you think, okay, that that like the reason that companies are all joining together on this is because, as I said, the ruble is is practically worthless now, and so like why would you continue participating in commerce with a country that essentially has no money? Well, that's not like, even the that's not even the the reason that I'm upset about it. Um, it's just the the way that the media portray, is portraying it especially with like European countries and, and the way that they're portraying it is they're like, these are, you know, these are our people. Like, you know, the people of Ukraine are just normal people. You know, they watch Netflix and they go on the internet and we need to accept these people when they come into our country because they're getting invaded. Oh. And, the, and the irony being that they haven't been willing to do that for anybody else. Yeah. And it's, it's, let's face it. It's because they're white. It's ah, because the yeah. people of Ukraine are white. Yeah, and you're you're right. And you have refugees from other places who are trying to escape war-torn countries and they're refusing to bring them in or you know like with Donald Trump and the Republican Party demonizing the people, you know, pretending that they're invading our country and uh quote Tucker Carlson making America dirtier. Uh, because they're brown because they're brown like it's definitely because the ukrainians while they and, and let me let me get let me just point this out they definitely need the help and they and people should definitely be accepting them as refugees we also need to do the same thing for people who don't look like us yeah like it just to to say ukrainians need our support but ignoring the fact that you know, we have Saudi Arabia is currently committing genocide in Yemen, but yet there nobody's doing the same thing for Saudi Arabia. And maybe you're right. Maybe it's because the Saudis have a lot of money and a lot of oil, and that's exactly probably why. and that's probably a big part of it. Yeah. Um, but same thing with like WWE. Part of the reason I I stopped watching WWE for the most part. It's just uh, too fake. No, no, that doesn't bother me. It it was that they they have a twenty year deal with Saudi Arabia, and they part of that deal happened right after they killed a journalist, and everybody knew that the it was state sponsored murder of a journalist, and WWE was like, ah, they're paying us a lot of money, so we're gonna go over there still, um. And and so they're committing genocide in Yemen, and there are multiple conflicts, you know, in in South America, and people are fleeing to the United States, and they want us to just turn them. Well, you know, the Republican Party and a lot of the Democrats just want us to turn them away. Uh, so that's why I feel conflicted about it. Uh, but on the other hand, like, uh, if. If these sanctions and if these com uh, companies pulling out of Russia uh, 
if they're able to get a new like leadership in Russia, then that would be good. I think that would be a very good thing. Uh, there is a a person that I watch that is a Russian YouTuber. He speaks fluent English, and he's like, "We're fucked. We're all fucked." Was it's, that a uh, Boris? Uh, I think so. Uh, he, he posted a video today that was very somber for Boris. I. It seemed appropriate, actually. I don't know his name. And it might not be Boris. I don't think it's Boris. Wait, Life of I... Boris is actually Russian? Yeah. Holy shit. I, this whole time, I sincerely thought that Boris was like somebody from the UK doing a fake Russian accent. I, Boris I... is Russian. I, I think like FPS Russia and them are all fake, but oh. Boris, I'm pretty sure, is Russian. I think it's... Oh, yeah, he, um... yeah he's, he's a Russian Estonian. Oh, I think his name is Roman. Do you uh, want to go bowling with them? Yes. I I know it's a GTA 4 reference. I, um, I know. I'm but he has like long, long hair and he's made a couple videos with Baldwin Bankrupt. Anyway, uh, he was basically just sitting in, in front of his computer and he's like, let me just tell you about how this is affecting us. Uh, we're fucked. We're all fucked. Like they've made it so that... Um, He's a YouTuber, so he gets money from the United States. Uh, and so that's helpful because, you know, the United States dollar is worth way more than the ruble, even before all this. And Oh, yeah, but, but now? Now, there, yeah. Like, there was a banking crisis, uh, I think two, it, it, was, it was now two weeks ago, where people were, were draining banks oh, yeah. of all the U.S. dollar. And like the whenever they ran out of dollars, the long line of people all just turn around and left because what we don't have fucking rubles. Go fuck yeah. yourself. Well, and they have made it so that if you get money from outside sources like that, uh, there was an executive order or the the Russian version of an executive order where eighty percent of that money. So if you get you know like a hundred dollars. Uh, American it, that comes in $80 of that has to be converted to rubles in three days. So you have to give your money, the USD 80% of it converted. So that way they can try to prop up the ruble to be worth something, <laughs> anything. But you um, know, uh, definitely, definitely, uh, not not a dictatorship definitely no. not a dictatorship no, no um but yeah so it is uh it's all bullshit and while again uh, we need to help you know the people of ukraine as much as possible uh we also need to uh hopefully address the the hip hypocrisy that we have because they're white and uh, that's that's the only reason they care, kinda, is that the Ukrainians are white. Um, I did see. Uh, do you, you guys don't watch wrestling, but you, do you guys know who Kane is? Yes. yes. Yeah. He posted a tweet. Uh oh. Uh yeah, yeah. After where, Ambien. Uh, I I have no idea. Yeah, probably Ambien. Uh, but basically said that 
um, the leftists are weak, and the reason why Putin is invading is because uh, is because uh, might makes right is what he, and he was basically defending Putin and saying that uh, leftists are weak uh, because well, of, and I was like, this has nothing to do with like left wing no, or right wing no, or anything. No, no, no. I know where I know what this is what what he's talking about because I was talking to my dad a couple days ago about this. Um and my dad is hardcore right wing. Um this narrative is coming from some fucking right wing news group that is saying this stemmed from the Obama administration not keeping Russia in check at that point in time we we supposedly let russia run rampant all over eastern europe and take whatever they wanted and so now putin and russia have the expectation that they can just do whatever the fuck they want and those lefty pussies over in the united states aren't going to do shit because you know the united states is the peacekeeper for the entire planet and it's completely the united states responsibility to deal with all the bullshit that happens in every other country in the world even though the exact opposite sentiment is supposed to be you know the mo of conservatives generally i guess not anymore now we are supposed to be the worldwide peacekeepers and everyone else's problems are also our problems well to be fair uh, only whenever the, it comes to military matters to be fair at the end of it i'm looking for the tweet right now um I, he does say, no, we should not get involved. But it says here, and I actually found the tweet. I found it. It says, if you on the left are shocked by Putin's aggression, wake up, sunshine. Historically, in the real world, might makes right. Weakness, which is really what the left is all about, is not a virtue. It's a fatal character flaw. Um, and then he says, I highly doubt Putin cares a whit about toxic masculinity, the cancel culture uh, or any of the other things the radical left stands for. Oh, hey, so Kane, Kane at, just doesn't know Kane? how to read the room. Yeah, what uh, the fuck are you talking about, Kane? Yeah, this is... Uh, <laughs> what does that have to do with anything? Yeah, none of this has to do with cancel culture or or toxic masculinity. This has to... Well, I mean, it kind of does have to do with toxic masculinity because, I mean, Putin's dick don't work no more. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. And, the dick and, don't work no more. Yeah, and so that's that's what's I mean, happening. They might have made sure of that back whenever they, you know, put him through all the psychological torture of being a KGB agent. Yeah, but now he's, but, he's old. Dick but, don't work no more. But, um, so that tweet has uh three thousand four hundred fifty one likes, and the top rated tweet as a reply is the AEW champion, Hangman Adam Page, uh, who put, okay, here's the UNICEF support uh, children of Ukraine link. Here's the Ukraine crisis relief fund. And then also, 10 ruthless chair shots Kane took to the head, implying <laughs> that Kane has brain damage. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and that... that get, has, get ratioed. Ha <laughs> ha. Yeah, that has 41,000... 900 likes ratioed yeah exactly but yeah like it it's just silly it does it, this has nothing really to do with left or right like 
people are there. There's a a lot of Republicans think that this wouldn't have happened if we had you know Donald Trump as president. That Putin wouldn't have invaded. Uh, but- yeah, except he he would have, and then Trump would have said, "No, I mean you know it's it's his right." Well, he did say there's a quote the years ago that I remember that I think it was Crimea. I don't know know if it was Ukraine, but it was uh, Trump basically saying, well, I mean, Russia, they should just take over. They should be part of Russia because they all speak Russian. (laughs) I don't I think it was Crimea, not Ukraine, but still no one else in history has ever made a similar argument about like (laughs) Germany and Russia or Germany and Austria. No one's one's ever done that. Or or how the United States should just be be part of England, because like <laughs> we speak English, we speak English, duh, duh. Um, but yeah, so save the Queen and whatnot. This whole this whole Ukraine situation again, it has nothing to do with left or right. It has to do with Putin being a douchebag, and the people of Russia, hopefully, will be able to get him to not be the president of russia hopefully they'll kill him well yeah i mean let's be fair we kind of hope that happens but uh if that doesn't happen probably in a bunker inside of a bunker three miles underneath the earth's surface right now yeah um but anyway i would like the only answer is nuclear holocaust we have to destroy the entire planet to kill him i would rather not do that (laughs) I, I, I would not like the right to, answer, but I would like to not time. I would like to not use nukes, you know, as in our warfare. That would that would be bad for the planet. Uh even though apparently some people are pushing for using nukes. Yeah, which, no, that's a great idea. Which again, uh I think Donald Trump floated the idea just riffing yeah. of yeah. using nukes. Which is like, yeah, I'm real fucking glad he's not the president anymore because I I don't know. I don't know, man. Like yeah. <laughs> and the minute the minute that a nuke goes off, everyone's dead. Well, everyone's I, dead. I actually have a coworker who was trying to defend Putin. And he was like, well, you know, Ukraine wanted to join NATO and bring NATO right to Russian's doorstep. And I'm like, I don't give a shit. Yeah, that, that doesn't mean that he, fucking that. That's not like that's a their reason. Fucking right? Yeah, they're a like, sovereign nation that can do whatever the fuck they want. Like, if they want to join NATO and NATO approves, they should be able to do that and not have Russia fucking come up and be a douchebag. No, we can't have unions. Unions are bad. Yeah. Um. Well, and that's another thing. I don't. Apparently. This could have, like, people are trying to say this could have been stopped if NATO, uh, if if we have come out and said NATO or Ukraine will never be part of NATO. Um, Why would we do that? I don't know. Like, they, they mentioned their intention to join NATO in, like, 2008. Uh, but again, I, I, I have no idea. It's not, it's, it, in any case, even if that was something that, was a reason as to why Russia has invaded Ukraine. It doesn't fucking matter because they could have just not invaded the Ukraine. Right? Yeah. Like it's, it's 100% on the, 
on the person or or the country, well, mainly Putin, that has invaded the other country. It it's very it's blaming the victim, really. Like when they're like, oh well, she got drunk at a party, so she was asking. No, the well, rapist. Conservatives. Yeah, I was gonna say conservatives love to make that argument, though. Yeah, so. yeah. Conservatives also, you know, love to rape drunk bad people. They That's do true. love to rape. Yeah, yeah, they do. Anyway, we are gonna uh, end this podcast on that, and we're gonna we're gonna say <laughs> thank you for being here, Connor. The moral of the story today is that conservatives love to rape. I would I would like to say not not all conservatives. Hashtag Hashtag all conservatives. conservatives. (laughs) Thank you for being here, Connor. Before we get in any more deep water, can we please call this episode "Putin's Dick Don't Work No More"? I don't know if that'll get uh, syndicated on Spotify and all that. You you could put D. Put yeah. Put an exclamation point. Uh, D D exclamation point CK. That'll be fine. I was thinking. I was thinking junk. Like like uh, Putin's junk don't work. Try uh, put on Chichi. Chimpoko. Well, well, I'll figure something out. Uh, thank you for be- will work. Thank you for being here, Aroa. No problem. Follow and... me on Aroa at Mastodon website. Yeah, uh, and uh, just so you know, uh, Putin needs Viagra. That that's what it's gonna do, be. Putin needs Viagra. Uh, for his own chi-chi. Yes. I don't know what that means. Is that is that penis? Yes. Okay. We'll it's be back. Pee-pee. Oh, I see. We'll be back next week, uh, hopefully with less political intrigue. Goodbye, everybody. Unfortunately, that part's not up to us. <laughs>